0: Welcome to the Poem of the Week. Each week, our poems are intended to help you practice the best, most current medicine by alerting you to studies that could change your practice. As usual, our host this week is National Public Radio's Dr. Michael Wilkes and Essential Evidence Senior Editor Dr. Mark Abel. Gentlemen.
1: Hello, Mark. How are you? Hi, Mike. Good. We're going to talk about hypertension in children and adolescents. We know that hypertension, beginning uh, early on, uh, can contribute to the early development of cardiovascular disease. We also know that there's pretty good evidence that identifying children with hypertension and successfully treating their hypertension when they're young can have important impacts on long-term cardiovascular outcomes. Children with primary hypertension are likely to continue to have hypertension as adults. And clinical trials in adults have shown that antihypertensive therapy reduces cardiovascular morbidity and mortality. No surprise there. But what about little people with secondary hypertension? Clinical outcomes vary depending on the underlying etiology and whether the underlying cause is amenable to treatment. So you found a poem that was published in the journal Pediatrics in 2022. It's an electronic version. I think it starts on page 30, but it attempts to answer the clinical question, in otherwise healthy kids, how many
2: will have secondary
1: hypertension? Mark, what did they find?
2: Yeah, this was a uh, meta analysis. So they searched several databases, not just PubMed, to find studies that were reporting the prevalence of secondary hypertension in kids with newly diagnosed hypertension. They found 26 studies with about 2,600 children with hypertension. Most of the studies were prospective, uh, seven were retrospective. You know, generally, we like to see prospective data collection, in this case, with things like blood pressures and final diagnoses. I'm probably a little less concerned about retrospective. 18 of the studies were in the school or primary care setting, which is nice to see. And then eight studies were a referral setting, nephrology or hypertension clinics. Overall, the studies were of pretty good quality. Most were at low or moderate risk of bias. Uh, The approaches to diagnosing secondary hypertension, the protocol, the workup, uh, were varied between studies, but they also all were considered pretty acceptable based on current guidelines by the authors. Uh, They found that a total of 457, or 17.7%, of kids were diagnosed with secondary hypertension. But there was a lot of heterogeneity between studies, and not surprisingly, the prevalence of secondary hypertension really differed by setting. It was 3.7% in school or primary care settings compared to about 20% in referral settings. Now, they found uh, persistent heterogeneity, even once they separated out the primary versus secondary care. But with a relatively small number of studies, all it takes is one study that found 10% in the primary care group to throw it all off. So, you know, you'd really have to look at the actual underlying studies. But I I think that resonates with me as being consistent with primary care practice about three to 4%. So bottom line, um, in school or primary care settings, less than 4% of kids with newly diagnosed hypertension have secondary causes, compared to 20% refer to specialty clinics. So good on you, primary care docs. You are, you know, picking the right kids who need that further evaluation. Uh, these data, I think, are, are reassuring. We don't have to extensively work up every kid uh, and, and refer every kid for specialty referral. I think it shows that primary care docs do a pretty good job of identifying those that have particularly severe or familial or hard to treat hypertension and, and working up those kids. So it's a small number of a small number, as you point out. So and, and just for listeners, the most common cause of secondary hypertension in kids is renal disease. And then there obviously there are other endocrine causes like pheochromocytoma, hyperthyroidism, and then medication use. So those are the kind of things to be thinking of if you start to have you know concerns about that in one of your pediatric patients.
1: At least for me, uh, when I move from primary to secondary, it's when my initial treatments just haven't worked the way I'd expect them to work, and now I begin to look yep. for other causes.
2: Yep, absolutely. Yep. Thanks, Mark. We'll talk again in a week. Okay, see you then.
0: Well, that's this week's poem. Thanks for listening. If you'd like to read this and other recent poems, please go to www.essentialevidence.com. And please join us again next week for another medical poem. Thank mm-hmm.
2: you.